Claire was so surprised by the tears that they stopped almost as soon as they'd started. I'm so sorry. I just don't know what's wrong with me today. Crying in the doctor's surgery. What was she like? She'd want to cop on to herself. But the doctor said nothing. Just handed over a tissue and sat back in her chair. She didn't even have to look for the box of Kleenex. Just reached down and found it straight away. Weeping women must be an occupational hazard in a GP's world. You must be exhausted. You've a lot going on. The doctor's voice was quiet but authoritative. Not overly friendly, but not too brisk either, although Claire's was her last appointment of the morning. She was probably anxious to close the surgery and get home. Just pragmatic and in total control. It was this air of competence that had kept Claire coming back to her surgery years after she and Matt had moved to another side of the city. Dr. Heather Gilmore was a woman you could trust. A woman whom you felt would always figure out the best thing to do. I'm sorry. I feel very foolish. Not at all. You can always come back in a few days, you know. There's no need to make any decision now. Her head dipped slightly, and Claire noticed, not for the first time, how even Dr. Gilmore's hair seemed to behave with absolute decorum. On most people, the tight curls would have looked untidy, but each strand on the doctor's head seemed to be the exact same length, colour and texture, and the curls dropped around her slightly too thin face, as if they had been cut using a set square. Despite her air of calm, however, she couldn't resist taking a quick look at her watch, and Claire knew it was time to go. She would gather her thoughts elsewhere. From the buggy by the door came a soft but strangely adult-sounding snore. Claire smiled, despite her misery. At least one thing had worked out as she'd planned it. When the childminder had phoned in sick that morning, Claire's first instinct had been to cancel her visit to the doctor. She didn't want to conduct the most sensitive of conversations with her newly mobile 18-month-old daughter poking at whatever dangerous equipment was lying around the surgery. But her appointment was too urgent to be put off for another day. So she'd fed Anna a huge breakfast and sung all the way over in the car, keeping her awake until just before her appointment time. The plan had worked perfectly. Snuggled in her buggy, the little girl had fallen asleep in the waiting room and would stay that way for at least another hour, leaving her mother plenty of time to go somewhere quiet, have a coffee, sort her head out, make the decision that needed to be made. So, we'll leave it there then for the moment. The note of impatience in the doctor's voice was subtle, but Claire wasn't stupid. She scrubbed at her eyes with a tissue. I'll give you a call. Dr. Gilmore added. Claire gave a watery smile. Then both women started when the doorbell buzzed. This time, the doctor didn't bother to hide her irritation. I close up at one. All of the patients know it. But the buzz came again, longer this time, and the doctor rose to her feet. I'd better see what they want. Claire, suddenly conscious of her reddened nose and swollen eyes, stood up too and looked around the room. She hadn't cried in public for at least twenty years, 
and didn't feel like being stared at by some stranger now. Is there a somewhere I can freshen up? Bathrooms through there. Distracted, the doctor jerked her head in the direction of a door, which was half hidden by a screen at the back of the room. Walking over, Claire pushed it open and saw that, rather than opening into a backyard as she had assumed, it led to a narrow corridor, which ended in another door, this one marked Toilet. The doctor shrugged. I kept meaning to get a proper extension built, but that one does the job. Look, the doorbell sounded for a third time. I really have to get this. Of course. Claire paused for a moment, then walked back across the floor and grabbed the buggy by its handle. Anna was fast asleep, but she still didn't like the thought of leaving her in the doctor's care, particularly since the woman was not exactly hiding her eagerness to finish work for the day. Her